Keep my social distance. What this world needs is a hug. Keep my social distance. What this world needs is a hug. Welcome to it. Happy Fat Pile Friday. How in the world are you? You look great. I don't know what you did. I don't know what you've been doing, but don't let anybody tell you it's not working because it is. You look fantastic. Welcome. I know we live in confusing times. Sure, the United Nations says we must normalize men crying. We must normalize sharing the care. We must normalize showing emotions. We must normalize seeking help. We must normalize sharing feelings. Yet at the same time, the country of China is promoting an education drive to make boys more manly. They want the education of ministry to make sure that Chinese men stop becoming too feminine. Huh. Okay. Again, I know it's confusing times, but it's Fat Pile Friday. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (laughs) And never mind that here in the U.S., uh, this new administration literally, literally, wants boys trans boys in girls locker rooms I know confusing times confusing confusing times you know one of the things that I've always said is that you need to just deny it never admit to anything so according the headline to this story is misleading it says man tries to board flight from Florida with 22 pounds of meth. Now, is it true? Yes. Is it kind of misleading? Yes. Because, yes, they found the bag that he was carrying with 22 pounds of clear, uh, with 22 clear bags of one pound, each bag containing one pound of crystal meth. Sure. He had $900 in cash in the backpack. They claimed that the drug that he had with him, the amount would be worth about half a million dollars. Now, it was a random bag check before he could board his flight to Louisville, Kentucky at the Orlando International Airport. Now, the man, Eli Brown, said, hey, That bag wasn't even mine. (laughs) I don't know how well that's going to work, but he has denied the whole thing. Look, I fell asleep on my flight from L.A. to Orlando. And when I woke up, I saw the bag next to me. I grabbed it. I assumed it was mine because, you know, it looked the same. But... (laughs) My bag doesn't have meth in it. I don't know where this bag came from, and I most certainly don't know where the meth came from. Well, he's been arrested for trafficking in methamphetamine over 200 grams. So I'm not sure the denial will work. It may work. It's possible that it holds up. Once you get the attorneys involved, it's very possible. I don't know. But I do love the fact that when you get randomly checked and there's something wrong, hey, that's not my bag. Now, I will say, what if it isn't? Let's turn that around just a little bit. What if it really was not his bag? What do you do? I mean, Eli is kind of screwed because unless it's got somebody else's ID in it or there's some footage 
of another person that was on the plane with him getting off with a bag similar to that bag at the same time, you know, from the same flight, um, you're screwed. Now, the odds of it not being his bag are probably pretty slim. But what if it isn't? So the other day we talked about um, Kevin Costner uh, getting a new show. Uh, the got the go ahead for the pilot called uh, National Parks, and it's about uh, investigators who investigate crimes inside the national parks. Today, I see where Zion National Park listed number ten in the rankings of the most dangerous national parks. Now, this is a publication that has these reports called Outphoria, which is an online publication. And who doesn't subscribe to Outphoria? I know, right? So, (laughs) from accidental falls to drownings, even attacks by wild animals, more than a thousand people have died in the U.S. national parks. The website... um, said the park visitors are most likely to die uh listed the parks wherever they're most likely to die and the most common causes of death in the national parks three drownings 22 falls eight transportation related deaths three medical natural deaths six undetermined one other uh and incurred in the following now if you look at the you look at the top three the top three places now you've already Got a couple of shows for Kevin Costner out of this list alone. Uh, number three, the Great Smoky Mountains. They straddle North Carolina and Tennessee and are the most visited national park in the country. Although it's also where the third highest number of deaths occur. Wow. 92. <laughs> the most common cause of death uh wasn't from falls drowning or wild animal attacks but was motor vehicle crashes with 37 in the last 10 years yosemite 126 deaths in second place with 126 deaths i know in the last decade 45 coming from falls um taft point nevada fall half dome have all seen deaths over the last few years uh when people are trying to you know get that perfect selfie wow and number one uh, coming in at number one the grand canyon i know i know so 27 people have died from falls in the grand canyon since 2010 while as many as 42 have died from medical or natural causes many of which were due to the extreme heat in the area but they total 134 deaths at the grand canyon i know i know it's just incredible so there's been 245 falls and deaths at the national parks there's been 192 deaths medical or natural deaths and 166 deaths are undetermined there's your stories for kevin costner the undetermined deaths in the national parks Uh, i'm telling you it's going to be a great show and this is just an incredible list of national parks with how many people have died at that park uh you know like the hundreds are just the top two uh, yosemite and grand canyon and then you have uh, above 50 you've got mount rainier denali yellowstone uh sequoia and kings canyon great smoky mountains that's from uh, 51 to 92 in the great smoky mountains and then everything below that is under 50 deaths so ah don't worry about it 49 48 and 49 the grand tetons in wyoming and the rocky mountain in colorado national park those are 48 and 49 uh, in that order and then it goes you know all the way down to just a just a couple you know black canyon of the gunnison in colorado only a couple of people have died there so don't even worry about it 
Katmai in Alaska, only one person, only one death. That's amazing. That's a huge park. And that's where Fat Bear Week takes place. So you would expect maybe that more people have died there, but no. Uh, Maybe that's because nobody goes there. We just watch the video cams of the bears, but we don't really go there. That's very possible. Or maybe the people that go there appreciate what could actually happen. And so they're more aware of their surroundings. They're not trying to get a selfie with the brown bear. (laughs) With, uh, you know, who's going to be the fattest bear of the week. We're not trying to get a selfie with that bear. Uh, May save your life. It may save your life. But anyway, it really was, uh, it caught my eye just because I was thinking about and very, I mean, I'm angry at myself for not coming up with the idea that uh you know the national parks idea with detectives and solving crimes inside the national parks what a great idea and right now just looking at this you've already got a full season of shows uh trying to figure out uh you know crimes and how these people have died just amazing so when you go visit the national parks and and i've been there i love them they're they're beautiful um you know be aware of your surroundings, which you should be at all times. But, you know, especially when you're up in the mountains, uh, you may want to, you know, I don't know, be more aware. Yeah, you can quote me on that. When you're in the mountains, be more aware. All right, it is Headline Friday, so let's try to get through some of these headlines. Headline Friday is Fat Pile Friday. Let's try to get through some of these headlines because the fat pile has gotten so large this week. And it's just the fat pile that's gotten so large this week. But I try to get to it. I mean, so many stories during the week get lost in the shuffle because uh, we talk about so many things and I just can't get to everything every day. Okay? I'm sorry. I just can't get to everything every day. So let's try to get through a few of these headlines real quick here on Fat Pile Friday. Uh, As COVID-19 cases spike around the country, and actually they're going down a little bit, but... Really, we found out that the demand for s'mores in American homes have uh, been on the rise, and chocolate and candy sales overall have been on the rise since the start of the pandemic. It's almost been a year, too, since it was 15 days to flatten the curve. And, um, I mean, it looks like chocolate sales were up 40 to 50%. Wow. And it looks like that... In areas where COVID-19 cases uh, were increasing, chocolate sales were increasing as well. Huh. Hmm. Hershey spotted that as coronavirus cases spiked around the country, demand for s'mores ingredients rose. Huh. Now, I wonder if that has anything to do with the virus or just that we were stuck inside and we just want to have s'mores and you know we're either building little backyard fires or we're doing it over the gas stove making our own personal s'mores over the gas stove not that i've done that before it could be that right but anyway it's uh you know (laughs) it's for sure a strange little little phenomenon during the pandemic uh prominent consulting shop mckinsey and company and i mean who hasn't used mckinsey and company they've agreed to pay dc and most united states most of the u.s states and territories 573 million dollars for its role in the opioid epidemic wait what Uh, we don't even know this company are they a drug maker no so are they delivery no are they pharmacists no um they uh are like an advertising firm and they uh advised purdue pharma on how to supercharge sales by a hundred million dollars including targeting doctors who might have who may have targeting doctors who may have overprescribed opioids and by switching patients to more powerful doses so under the settlement they admit no wrongdoing 
most of the settlement money will head to treatment and rehab programs in areas hit hard by the epidemic, which, according to this, has killed more than 400,000 Americans. $15 million of the settlement will be used to reimburse the National Association of Attorneys General for investigation costs, well, of course. And the payout is larger than the revenues the firm brought in advertising opioid clients, <laughs> which they stopped doing in 2019. Wow. That is incredible. So now they've made a deal to settle with no, you know, admission of wrongdoing that, uh, sure, you know, whatever, we'll give you $573 million. Yeah, you know, because we helped Purdue Pharma advertise and, you know, okay. Wow. Now, we know that some of the pharma companies have reached settlements with individual states. Uh, Purdue Pharma has agreed to pay the Department of Justice $8.3 billion. And Johnson & Johnson and three drug distributors are in negotiations for another multi-state settlement worth about $26 billion. Wow. And this is the same Johnson & Johnson that's filed for an emergency, youth author, emergency use authorization for its single-dose COVID-19 vaccine. So, I mean, they're going to get some of that money back, right? You kind of figure that they'll, they'll be okay. Their Johnson & Johnson vaccine, one shot, 85% efficacy rate at preventing severe disease and death. 85% effective. And it also uh, is, goes, uh, uh, it prevents uh, new variants of the virus. Wow, that's huge. So it's a single shot, 85% effective at preventing severe disease and death, and even works against the new variants of the virus. That's pretty good. So if they have whatever they have to do in their negotiation settlement for the opioid uh, thing, I know it's an epidemic. I got it. That, uh, you know, whatever their part of the $26 billion is, I'm sure they'll get back thanks to the single-shot vaccine that they have ready to go at the helm. And a Brazilian mining company uh, named Vale, or Vale, uh, V-A-L-E, is going to pay $7 billion dollars to the families and communities of the 270 people killed in a 2019 mining disaster. Now, I don't know how much the communities are going to get. I don't know how much the attorneys are going to get. But if it's just 270 people, $7 billion? Or two, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 270 people killed. So 270 families that's like 25 million a family. Wow. That's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. You I know you can't bring back the life of someone who died in the mine. I know. But 25 million dollars would help. So I had this story sent to me that I guess was sent to me as a hey good news story but it really isn't um a new study finds that having a a dad bod isn't such a bad thing researchers from ohio state university say people who enter adulthood at a normal weight and start to pack on the pounds later in life actually live the longest huh so, I mean, I, I, I guess if that was me, if that was me, that's good news. So if that's you, that's good news for you. Congratulations. So apparently this team looked at two generations of Americans following the residents of one city in Massachusetts and their children for 70 years. Their findings reveal young adults with a healthy body mass index who gradually become overweight but never obese have the greatest lifespans. 
these adults even live longer than those who kept normal BMI throughout their whole life. That's I mean, that's that's tremendous for other people, not me. On the other hand, the dangers of obesity remained constant throughout the study. Children who started adulthood already obese and continue to gain weight have the highest mortality rates. Wait, what? (laughs) This is not a good story to send me. I'm sorry. No, no. Speaking of no, then I had this story sent to me. What's going on? Why are you people sending me things that chewing the fat like these stories? Okay. I, I appreciate the emails, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, but I get the, hey, you know, if you are getting fat and you were thin, everything's fine. You're better. You're going to live longer. Well, those of us that have been fat our whole lives are still screwed, according to that story. And then I get this story. A young man in Houston wants to share potentially life-saving information. After surviving a serious heart condition known as a widowmaker, he urges everyone to seek help with any type of symptom. Well, duh. Who among us, first of all, who among us has not had a heart attack and survived uh, a widowmaker? Who among us? That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> and I'm one of the people. I'm one of the people that have told you maybe you shouldn't ignore the symptoms. When I had, look, I already told you, you can go back and listen to my heart attack show, my post heart attack show. But, you know, I already, I talked about having, you know, a few days and it was two or three days prior to the actual, you know, main event uh, where I was having, you know, there was a moment of chest really hurting and then it went away. And you just, you know, it's not right. You, you, you know, it's not right when something hurts and you realize, Ooh, that's sore. And you go, Oh, that's sore, but it's all right. It's, you know, maybe a little sprain on the finger joint or, you know, your knee gets jacked going the other way. Like, I, I mean, I'm ready for a knee, my a knee replacement surgery on my right knee very soon. Cause uh, it's very, it's getting harder and harder to walk on it. And you just know that it's not right. And when you get that, I had that pain in my chest, just that sudden pain. Really, I mean, I can't explain it except that it's just really hurts and it cranks. It's like a tightening of the chest. And then it goes away. So you're like, ooh, man, that that didn't feel right. But it's gone now, so never mind. And then the next day, you know, you're doing something and you get one of those and, oh, man, there it is again. That's not right. Ah, move on. It's gone now. So, you know, and then obviously the day of the event, uh, you find out that uh, you probably would have been wiser. It would have been wiser for you to, you know, go into the hospital or the ER, go see your doc and say, you know, I've had these pains in my chest. Just kind of crank and they're fleeting. They're in and out, but I just wanted to check it out. And then you would go in and get surgery instead of going in and have an emergency surgery after an actual heart attack. (laughs) So it's not just the one guy in Houston warning people, okay? If you have some kind of symptom like that, seek help there, all right? Thanks for sending me the story. I appreciate it. All right, let's go to the break room. (laughs) I need something cold to drink desperately, and I have it right here in front of me. Oh, my gosh. That is so, so good. Hey, uh, while I've got you here, let me remind you to subscribe to this show. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a subscriber please subscribe it's fat pile friday today i give and i give and i give well i put out uh, podcasts every day you know except for saturday and sunday so every day except for a couple and sometimes i even put one out on one of those days so 
you know, subscribe and be, you know, just enjoy your life, but become a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, okay? Whatever platform you want to use, whatever you, the one you're listening on now could be the platform that you choose, or you could choose another, like iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever. Uh, you know, whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart, and then you're a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> uh, that's how that works. I know. I know it's kind of weird, but that's how it works. And then, uh, you know, then you can, you know, then you can move on with your life. Well, I mean, you can go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And then you can, you know, follow me on social media as well. Twitter at Jeffy JFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. And Parlor, uh, you know, is Jeff Fisher Radio. I saw a headline today saying Parlor possibly could be back up on Monday. Really a surprise that they kicked out the CEO yesterday or the day before, for those of you listening live on the 5th of February, uh, 2021. Uh, and now they're going to be back up the following week. Huh? Huh? It's strange how that happens. And it must be just a coincidence. I'm, I'm sure that it is just a coincidence. I know. I know it's just a coincidence. <laughs> so, you know, I've been, I've been really uh, fascinated by the mob trial going on in Italy. And, you know, it's, it's this huge mob trial in Italy. And I really would like to, I wish I had, I wish Chewing the Fat actually had a recorder there. If you're listening to this podcast in Italy, email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, direct message me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, DMs open. You can message me on Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can message me on Facebook. Okay, Jeff Fisher Radio, that's fine. Whatever way you can contact me, contact me. Because I would love to have you give me updates on the mob trial that's going on. I would love it. I mean, it's a huge mob trial. And in Italy, they're trying to take down these these huge mobsters. We've covered it. We've talked about it. But I, I, I direct messaged a reporter from one of the stories that I was reading. And I thought, hey, you know, this is Jeff Fisher chewing the fat. Uh, would, I know you're covering the uh, the trial, and I would, uh, you know, I'd love to talk to you about it. I'd love to, you know, have you on, talk to you about the trial. Maybe we could make it a, you know, a, a regular thing, but I'd love to talk to you about the trial. Now, I realized as I'm typing this out that he works for NBC. Uh, you know, he works in another country, but he works for NBC News. And so I'm thinking, it's a, it's a push. Well, the response I got was, hi, thanks for asking, but I doubt the powers that be would let me do it. So he even knows. He's not even going to ask. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, we're, and they're not going to let me talk to anybody from the blaze, okay? Which really stinks. Because I really, I'm not, I just want to talk to them about it. I'll give NBC all the love they want and need. I just want to talk about the story. But anyway, so if you live in Italy or, you know, someplace close, <laughs> you know, somewhere on that continent and you're getting regular updates on that trial, I want reports. I want reports. So get a hold of me. And we'll figure out a way to get reports from you, get updates from you, okay? All right. And I also, you know what? I found a new thing that they're doing now on websites that really, really piss me off. Now, there's plenty of websites that when you click on the link it comes up and gives you a partial of the story and then half the pages you've got to subscribe and if you click here you can become a subscriber for only one dollar a month for only five dollars a month for only two dollars a week for only it's equal 10 cents a story a day whatever it is but you you know they want you to subscribe there they want you to you know get past the paywall to read the story which is fine i got no problem i it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. I think 
and I don't know about this. I have to think about this argument. I think I want companies that give you links to actual stories on social media. You, sh- If I click on that link, I should be able to read the whole story. Now, I got I to gotta think about that for a little bit because there's all kinds of companies that put stuff up because they want you to subscribe to their their business and their products and the blaze tv is even one of them <laughs> blaze tv.com slash jeffy by the way uh gets you 30 bucks off uh and now's the perfect time i mean it gives you 30 bucks off for a year but if blaze tv tweets a a, a video out you you get to watch the video then and then it promotes hey become a subscriber to blaze tv for more content anyway it's just I got I got I got to think about that argument for a little bit because I understand the the frustration there, but I found a new way yesterday how they're how they're roping you in, okay? So YouTube, you watch the videos on YouTube and they stop and just run ads. Okay, well I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Whatever. That's that's fine. But so I click on a video yesterday about a, the Super Bowl ad, the the new Super Bowl ad with Peyton and Eli and Archie Manning, and Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Troy Aikman, Terry Bradshaw, Jerome Bettis, Deion Sanders, and Marshawn Lynch is the host. And it's, you know, talking for Frito-Lay, and it's about the Super Bowl, and it's a pretty good ad because it made me want to get chips and dip. And that's what the ad is supposed to do, right? It was the night before Super Bowl. Anyway, and it was, you know, it was kind of cool. But I clicked on a story from the Denver Post. Okay, click on the story from the Denver Post. I start watching the video. I don't know how long into the video I was, but then it stops and tells me, hey, you need to give us your email address. And they they didn't have a gun to my head for money, I don't think. But immediately they wanted my email address and, you know, send me stuff to watch the video there was no way for me to bypass that by saying not now thanks it was like if you want to watch the rest of the video you got to give us this no no damn it no i was already watching the video at least you can do is give me a way out please i just no just no that's where i'm at with that just no all right, so I see where uh, they're promoting the big Golden Globe nominations for everybody. And Netflix, uh, you know, we talked, we went through some of the nominations yesterday. Netflix got 42 nominations. Wow. Uh, three times more than that of any other studio or network in either the TV or film categories. Pretty good. Pretty good. But also, uh, they're promoting Sasha Baron Cohen. No. Another, how about no? Uh, I don't want to do it. I don't. If Sasha, if Sasha Baron Cohen wins a Golden Globe for his role in either the, uh, you know, whatever the hell he's in, it does. I don't care what. Well, I don't care what barat thing he's doing. I don't want him to win. I'm against Sasha Baron Cohen. That's why I'm SBC. Yeah, I'm against SBC. All right, I don't want that to happen. You understand me? I don't want it to happen. Now, Netflix, I mean, holy cow. Think about how far they've come, right? Because their first original content was House of Cards, which was awesome. And then we found out, oh, my God, we can't like that show anymore. No, 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 no. That's got Kevin Spacey in it. We're not allowed to like that anymore. But it was awesome. And remember the deal that Spacey signed with Netflix originally? Everybody was like, are they out of their minds? Well, no, they weren't. And it paid off for them. But it was their first original series and started a whole, you know, landslide of streaming programming from Amazon to Hulu to everybody's got their own streaming service now and creating great content some of it's not all of it's not great but they are producing some really really good content and uh it's nice to see that's for sure and speaking of uh, you know good content i see where uh, there's a new television show uh coming out 
well, I say television show. It's on HBO Max. Um, Salma Hayek's uh, first project for HBO Max. It's going to be a comedy. 40-year-old woman is going to be what the show is based around. And it is uh, It's going to be based on the novel A Boob's Life. How America's Obsession Shaped Me and You. Which is, this novel is due out in March of this year. And it talks about uh, the series will be a half hour comedy about Leslie. A woman turning 40 and in crisis. But her life gets turned upside down. Forcing her to look at herself in a completely different light. And you know what forces her to look at herself in a completely different light? Her boobs start talking to her. So it might be funny. I don't know. It might, I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. So it might be funny. But I'm. I'm I, I think I'm looking forward to at least seeing the pilot of a boob's life. Because who hasn't wanted or thought about boobs talking to him? Right. Right. Oh, yeah, and Trump has resigned. (laughs) I know. I know what you're thinking. Wait, he's already out of office. No, silly. He resigned from the Screen Actors Guild. I, you remember they were after him. The people wanted him kicked out of that because now once you're on the cancel culture, man, you cannot do anything. They want you gone. And Trump has resigned from the Screen Actors Guild. I no longer wish to be associated with your union. So before they could even try to kick him out, I no longer wish to be associated with your union. Your organization has done little for its members and nothing for me. Besides collecting dues and promoting dangerous un-American policies and ideas, as evident by your massive unemployment rates and lawsuits from celebrated actors who even recorded a video asking, why isn't the union fighting for me? <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I love that. I love that. I no longer wish to be associated with your union. That's good. That's good right there. That's Donald Trump. That's why that's why a lot of people really like him from stuff like that. There's no doubt about that. And I see where they were trying to get him to come and testify at his impeachment hearing. No way. I mean, I, I first heard that we want you to come and testify at your impeachment. Um, how about uh, no? Speaking of uh, how about uh, no? I uh, thought we learned our lesson on the Zoom calls after Jeffrey Tubin. Uh you remember you remember Jeff and his uh you know his uh taking care of business taking care of business with himself uh on the Zoom call that he thought was off and the camera was down but it wasn't. Uh well now we have a lady who was attending an HOA meeting, an attorney and uh she was on camera waiting for her turn and you see someone crawl under her desk and start uh you know (laughs) taking care of a little business on camera you don't see anything but when you have an idea of what's going on you know what's going on you see where she moves and she slides over a little bit and then she puts her arm underneath the desk and so she's uh you know, she's taking care of a little off-camera business uh, while she's on camera, her, you know, uh, above self for the Zoom. And when they call on her, she goes right to it. So, you know, no problem. We did have the attorney in Peru. He had actual sex on camera. So they're in the courtroom. I'm not sure what the what the deal was. He's part of a court case, and he disrobes, and then a female comes into the screen and, you know, straddles him. There's no frontal nudity. 
but they're both uh they both started kissing and uh then uh you know was taking care of business uh on screen now the judge (laughs) they're trying to tell him dude you're still on camera what are you doing and uh he's not listening and look when you're in the middle of business uh you know it's tough for you to (laughs) tough for you to hear the courtroom so the judge immediately calls a halt to the proceedings ripping the attorney robels uh, robles for uh having disrespected the dignity of the court really because i would guess that the judge has definitely screwed people in his life oh hello thank you where's my rim shot and uh you know it's just uh, amazing that i thought we were past uh we were past that uh, knowing that the camera is on your zoom uh when you're in the middle of anything on zoom but apparently we're not few other headlines here on uh, fat pile friday toys r us closed its final two stores i know i know very sad um you know earlier today when i was uh you know i've been doing uh, pat show um all week and i'm um joining him next week as well we've had a bunch of fun on pat gray unleashed uh, monday through friday seven to nine a.m eastern on blaze television and blaze radio network or wherever you get your podcast whenever you listen to your podcast we talked about um uh <laughs> patrick mahomes new contract and it was you know a little while ago but we talked about it you know in his kansas city deal you know 500 million uh works out to be for 10 years works out to be 50 million a year he gets 140 million guaranteed and you know what a great deal it was and we're you know i mean it's super bowl weekend for those of you listening live i mean this weekend is the big game weekend tampa bay buccaneers and the kansas city chiefs i'm actually looking forward to it, it should be exciting and don't count tom brady out i know the kansas city chiefs are favored and, uh, you know, it's very possible that they could, you know, come on strong. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is awesome. And his team has, uh, you know, been outstanding. But uh, I would, I'm not counting Tom Brady out. And I just think that, I just think that Tom Brady's going to win. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, along with Tom Brady, are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady, the feather in his cap, will be, uh, you know, taking – his team playing at the home stadium and winning a super bowl so he'll be you know he'll win with a second team other than the new england patriots and he'll win at the home field with home field advantage it's just amazing but it got me thinking about uh last week a deal that uh, fc barcelona made with lionel messi who has been you know he's an outstanding soccer player and he's been you know world renowned for uh, quite some time now he had a new deal uh and his deal and it was released to a uh newspaper el mundo which is part of going to a big lawsuit now but uh that works his deal was 674 million dollars for four years i mean that is a heck of a deal uh sorry to disappoint you i know we're struggling during the pandemic and everything's going downhill and we're not having fans at the stadiums and we're still trying to play soccer but lionel and he you know look is he worth it i guess you know if you sign the deal you're worth it right but uh, mahomes has got 500 and some million for 10 years lionel messi has got 674 million for uh, four years that's a pretty good deal paypal said it processed a record $936 billion in payments last year. So it seems like PayPal is doing a pretty good thing. People are enjoying using PayPal. Let's hope that everything is secure. And good news for Easter, which is right around the corner. Yes, peeps. Peeps are coming back by Easter. I know. I know. Dry your eyes. A few more headlines that, uh, you know, just things you should know. It's on Fat Pile Friday. Uh, Apple and Hyundai. I'm sorry. Hyundai, Kia. Apple and 
Hyundai Kia are pushing toward a new deal on the Apple car. Yes, Apple is, uh, you know, eventually looking to get into the auto business. Uh, It's close to finalizing the deal, according to this, with Hyundai Kia to manufacture an Apple-branded autonomous electric vehicle at the Kia assembly plant in West Point, Georgia. I'm surprised they're not making it in China. Oh, hello. And they might. Uh, Zuckerberg. You know, we talked about Jeff Bezos uh, stepping down as CEO. And, uh, you know, he's becoming some grand poobah on the board for uh, Amazon. He's still going to be around. But that means that Zuckerberg is the last founder CEO in big tech. So everybody else is gone. Zuckerberg is the last one, and he's hanging on by his fingernails, man. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go later this year as well, uh, going to some you know, grand poobah position on the board. That would not surprise me at all because he's been hanging on as the face and uh, the, head, the head guy for Facebook for quite a while. And I, I think they've been trying to get him out for a little while now so look for zuckerberg to be gone by this is just a you know off the top of my head i would say you know in the fall you know he steps down by the end of november something like that that would not surprise me at all uh and there was a report that amazon speaking of jeff bezos uh is using the ai equipped cameras in delivery vans and there's a bunch of drivers that are concerned about privacy. Well, uh, yeah, but you're driving the van. If you want that privacy, get your own van. Uh, the cameras uh, record the drivers 100% of the time while they're on their route and flag series of safety infractions, including failure to stop at a stop sign, speeding, and distracted driving. Uh, you know, that's tough to be mad about. You're the delivery person and, you know, the cameras are there for your safety. So that's tough to be mad at. I mean, I get the privacy concerns, but you're agreeing to be the delivery person in these vans. And part of the deal is we've got you on camera. So get over it. And I haven't done an update from uh, Operation Varsity Blues in a while. Cannon, tonight's episode, Operation Varsity Blues. So that is still an ongoing case uh, in our world, even though it seems to have uh, bypassed uh, us uh, in the news. It's still out there. And I did want to thank uh, Janelle, and I'm going to pronounce her last name wrong, so I apologize right out front, okay? D. Felice. I'm get. I'm, and she's like, I didn't pronounce my last name. So, but I'm just saying that it's Janelle DeFelice, D E F E L I C E. Janelle, thank you so much. She created a uh, screen for me that has a Canon, a Quentin Martin production. Tonight's episode, Operation Varsity Blues, which I will tweet out with uh, talking about the new show today. But I did want to say that there was a couple of headlines that. Uh, uh, Lori Laughlin's uh, marriage is on the rocks uh, because of all of this that's been going on. Uh, we know that uh, yeah, there's inside the truth about Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannis. So we'll see if that uh, holds up because uh, Massimo was trying to get out early and go to home confinement thanks to COVID-19. We're letting murderers out. We're letting murderers out on the street. And, but we're not going to let him out. We can't let someone out that paid extra money for his kid to go to college. We can't have that. No, the judge has denied that. And you will not get early prison release. Okay. Well, it really isn't. I mean, it's while he's getting an early release from prison, he would still be 
you know, locked in his own home. It's just home confinement thanks to COVID-19. No, not you, buddy. No. So he's stuck in prison, and that's just the way it goes. He'll be there for a while now. He still has uh, still has a couple of months to uh, to go. He, sp- he spent 56 days in solitary confinement over COVID-19 concerns. Are you freaking kidding me? But they're not going to let him out for home confinement because of COVID-19. Oh, no. No, we can't have that. That's that's too much. That's too much. We can't allow that. Are what? Are you kidding me? So, anyway, uh, he's still in prison. And uh, as we get more news from Operation Varsity Blues, we will we will pass it along. I haven't uh, haven't talked about it in a while. It's still I still <laughs> I still want to read and. Uh, and know about it and it's still going on from the federal government they're still busting people and they're still gonna be you know uh there's still going to be new cases or at least you know finishing up cases in for operation varsity blues but Lori and most of them obviously are the uh are the big wigs that are still out there and Lori's home and she's struggling and apparently their marriage is on the rocks so we shall see when does he get out of prison i keep looking i'm trying to find exactly the date that he gets out of prison because uh, he went in he had to be there for five or six months right yeah he gets out on april 17th or that's when he is expected to be released on april 17th and if he is wasting away to nothing like they say and the marriage is on the rocks oh my gosh it could get ugly in april for Lori and massimo and we will definitely report it here on chewing the fat because it's operation varsity blues oh yeah tonight's episode Mosimo wasting away. Cannon. <laughs> and uh, have fun. If you're listening to this before the big game, the Super Bowl, enjoy. Uh, if, it, if you're listening to this after the big game, you know I was going to be right, right? Tampa Bay was going to win. So you knew that already, right? Right. 